0: Hey, thanks for listening to the Grace Auburn Church Podcast. This week, student pastor Caleb Farrow works through the entirety of the book of Ephesians to conclude our series, In Christ We Are. Good morning. My name is Caleb Farrow. I'm one of the pastors here at Grace Auburn. I am incredibly thankful for the opportunity to share with you this morning. Today is a a unique day in the life of Grace Auburn. Our lead teaching pastor, Matt Dean, is preaching at another church in the area. Um, He is filling in for their pastor who is on sabbatical and just one of his dear friends. And so we're grateful for the opportunity that he gets to help a friend out in ministry. And Lee Cadden, one of our other pastors, is preaching at another church whose members helped us plant Grace Auburn Church from the beginning. And so just a wonderful day that we get to share in the life of other local churches as we continue uh, moving forward and wrapping up today uh, the series in Ephesians. So over the past few weeks, we've been walking through and made our way through the letter of Ephesians, consistently holding high the Word of God, consistently holding high and letting the Lord speak. And we've heard the Lord each week reminding us, that God, through Christ, has reconciled all of his people to himself, united all of his people to one another, and that Christ's people are renewed to new lives of holiness and light in thought, word, deed, rejecting the old, sinful, self-indulgent lifestyle that we used to lead. We see that the letter of Ephesians can be broken into three parts, part one being who we are in Christ, Part two being how we are to live in the light of Christ. And part three wrapping up, the how do we persevere? How do we persevere living in the light of Christ? So as we conclude the letter of Ephesians this morning, we're going to end doing what we have done from the beginning, holding high the word of the Lord and letting him speak to our hearts as we read the letter of Ephesians this morning, start to finish. So let me pray for us before we, Begin, God, it is your word this morning. As we come to an end of studying your word, the letter of Ephesians, I pray that you would prepare our hearts to hear the living and active word, your word, revealing who we are, revealing how we are to live in light of your grace and mercy on us. I pray, God, that as we read your word, as we hear from you, that Um, that we would be transformed in the renewing of our minds, that we would see the world around us the way you see it, through the lens of the gospel, that you would transform our hearts, that we would be new creations in you. We love you and we pray all this in Jesus' name. So if you have your Bibles, uh, turn with me to Ephesians chapter one. Paul starts the letter by revealing to us who we are in Christ. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, to the saints who are in Ephesus and are faithful in Christ Jesus, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ All things under his feet, and gave him as head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. And you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children. For by grace you have been saved through faith and this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God, not a result of works so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared before him that we should walk in them. in whom the whole structure being joined together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. In him you also are being built together into a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. How incredible is this news, church? This gospel we have just read about is so relieving and surprising that God would do all that to save and unify his people who are clearly undeserving and unworthy of that sacrifice. How incredibly mind-blowing. And Paul feels the same way. And so as we continue, he articulates this in chapter three. For this reason, I, Paul, a prisoner of Christ Jesus on behalf of you Gentiles, assuming that you have heard of the stewardship of God's grace that was given to me for you, how the mystery was made known to me by revelation as I have written briefly. When you read this, you can perceive my insight into the mystery of Christ, To me, though I am the very least of all the saints, this grace was given to preach to the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ and to bring to light for everyone what is the plan of the mystery hidden for ages in God who created all things, so that through the church the manifold wisdom of God might now be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. This was according to the eternal purpose that he realized that he has realized in Christ Jesus, our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence through our faith in him. So I ask you not to lose heart over what I'm suffering for you, which is your glory. For this reason, I bow my knees before the father from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit and your inner being To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. And in this full scope of of all this, we have just heard the the truth of God's love for his people, the mystery of that sacrifice of Jesus on the cross to redeem and unite his children. Paul says there has to be change in our life, There, there must be a shift in the way we live. Here is how we are to live in light of the mystery of the gospel being revealed to us. I, therefore, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one spirit, he had also descended into the lower regions of the earth. He who descended is the one who also ascended far above all the heavens, that he might fill all things. And he gave the apostles, the prophets and evangelists, shepherds and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ until we attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to mature manhood when each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. Now this I say and testify in the Lord, that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do in the futility of their minds. They are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to their hardness of heart. They have become callous and have given themselves up to sensuality, greedy to practice every kind of impurity. But that is not the way you learned Christ by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. And therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart, giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. Wives, submit to your husbands. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This mystery is profound, and I'm saying that it refers to Christ and the church. However, let each one of you love his wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Before we go further, I think it's important that we, make a, um, that we get the full scope of this understanding of slavery and, and bond servants, depending on your translation, as Paul understood it and was referencing in his day. There's a, a commentator named Tony Merida And he says, the situation Paul addressed was not like slavery in American history. It was complex and massive in scope. American slavery was primarily racial and lifelong. In Paul's day, it was not primarily racial, and it was not always lifelong. Although there are some similarities, it was certainly different. So as we read this next excerpt, just know that what's in Paul's mind as he wrote this is not quite the same understanding many of us are thinking of, but that the heart of this is living a life that honors the Lord with humility, grace, and honor for others. So bond servants, obey your earthly masters with fear and trembling, with a sincere heart as you would Christ. Not by the way of eye service as people pleasers, but as bond servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart rendering service with a good will as to the Lord and not to man, knowing that whatever good anyone does, this he will receive back from the Lord, whether he is a bondservant or is free. Masters, do the same to them and stop your threatening, knowing that he who is both their master and yours is in heaven and that there is no partiality with him. Having heard this, who we are in Christ how we are to live, how do we persevere and follow through accomplishing this high calling and and holiness of imitating Christ. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. that words may be given to me in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in change, that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. So that you also may know how I am and what I'm doing, Tychicus, the beloved brother and faithful minister in the Lord, will tell you everything. I have sent him to you for this very purpose, that you may know how we are and that he may encourage your hearts. Peace be to the brothers and love with faith. From God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, grace be with all who love our Lord Jesus Christ with love incorruptible. Thanks again for listening this week. You can find out more about Grace Auburn Church online at graceauburn.church.